Hello, everybody. I'm Dr. Laura, and I am delighted to have an episode today with me, myself, and I about the gift of intuition in our work and lives. The gift of intuition in our work and lives, a topic which I'm truly passionate about that I've immersed myself in over the last few years and am continuing to learn a lot about. So I'm going to start off by asking you to think about if you've ever had a gut instinct or a feeling about a decision that you were making or someone that you had met where you just felt off. Something felt off, something felt wrong, and then later you regretted making that decision or getting into that relationship. Maybe it was working for a boss and when they first interviewed you, you felt that something wasn't quite right, but you ignored that. You ignored your intuition. And it may be someone you met and you got into a romantic relationship and there were those signs, those signs that bothered you, a feeling. And sometimes this feeling can be in your gut. So that's where the term gut instinct comes from, where you just feel off in your gut. And it's this sensation that something isn't quite right. Other people feel it in their heart. I just felt in my heart it might not be the right decision. And some people feel it in their throat, in their throat chakra, where you feel a tightness or an anxiety feeling in, in your throat. So I want you to think about when you have a feeling or an intuition, we'll call it, where do you feel it in your body? Because that is our body telling us important information. And it's about feelings, hunches, or instincts being our intuition talking to us, telling us something, whether it's something that we need to avoid, something that we need to take pause and consider further, <clears throat> something that could cause us anxiety, trouble, uh, problems down the road. And I myself have gotten into these situations over the course of my life, making decisions that I rushed and there was that feeling, that intuition that I shouldn't have hired that person and I ignored it because all the data, the data looked fine. And that's where uh, people can look great on paper, they can look great on resumes, they can even interview very well and there's something going on that is telling you that that person would not be a good hire. And then sure enough, you know, months later, you find that that was true and you should have trusted your intuition. So intuition is a form of, of knowledge, and we don't often think of it as, as that, but it is our knowledge from our unconscious mind rapidly entering our conscious mind to tell us something. Um, it's taking the wide range of experiences and knowledge that we've accumulated as a human being, and it's taking that information and, and rapidly bringing it into the present uh, to tell us something. And it happens instantaneously. Uh, it's 
it's the body's way of saying there's all of this information, there's all of these past experiences that you've had, and I'm going to efficiently um, bring it to the forefront to, to, to tell you something that you need to know about this choice you're making, this decision you're making. Um, maybe you are deciding whether to buy a property and your intuition is telling you something and, and it comes to your mind rapidly, it comes to your heart, your gut, uh, your throat, um, wherever else in your body. And it, it's a sensation that you may want to take pause and reconsider. So a couple of things about intuition. Um, it's especially sensitive to risk or harm. Um, so it, it is warning you not to get hurt, not to make a mistake that'll hurt you later. Um, so you really need to be aware of that and to put more trust into your intuition. But in this day and age of data, 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 numbers, logic, evidence, AI, whatever it is, we've really come to discredit the power of intuition in favor of more concrete data. And concrete data, science, research, absolutely 150% has its place in life. You can see um, on my bookshelf behind me, uh, my blue different dissertation and theses and all the research I've done in organizational psychology, which holds a lot of weight to me. However, the other part of the equation uh, beyond the science and the data is the intuitive reality of our, our human experience and our human lives. Um, and not everything can be quantified, corroborated, measured, uh, scientifically studied in life. We have this wise inner voice that is based on accumulation of so many experiences that, that we've had as a human being. And I really want to encourage people to pay more attention to that. And the problem with intuition, and this was me as well years ago, I mean, this was absolutely me, that human intuition is often thought of uh, as biased, emotional, subjective, inaccurate, uh, and it gets a bad reputation at times. It gets a reputation of, oh, that's just fluffy, that's woo-woo, you got to trust the data, you got to trust the logic. Uh, and that's gotten me into trouble a whole number of times over my career when I haven't trusted the other side of the equation, which is that I have a very, very strong uh, instinct and sense of intuition um, about people, for sure. Um, about people, I'm, I'm very, very empathic. So how many of you are empathic where you feel emotions very strongly when someone is upset, you pick up on it and it's almost like you can feel their anxiety inside of you. And this helps make me, I'd say, a a better psychologist because of it. Um, but it's also something that can cause me uh, to be a highly sensitive type of person and can cause me to really feel the pain of others and feel the emotions so intensely sometimes that it's very much a physical sensation in my heart um, and in my throat, more so than my gut. But again, we're all wired differently. Some people do feel things much more strongly uh, in, in their gut. So 
trusting and understanding our body and what it's telling us. Um, and the Max Planck Institute for Human Development in Berlin talks about intuition being a form of unconscious intelligence that's needed as much as con conscious intelligence. Um, and it can sometimes be more accurate even than um, data. So we need to understand that it is the other side of the equation. The data is one thing, the intuition is the other side of it. And then we have the full breadth of, of information. And something that I learned, um, you know, a number of years ago was about the gut brain. And the gut brain is essentially a second brain that lives inside of, of our gut. And our gut is massive when you think about it. There's the stomach, of course, but there's the intestines that lead up to the stomach. And they are full of neurons, which are basically cells uh, that also are in our brain, but they're in our gut. We have a hundred million neurons lining our digestive tract. That is a lot. And that's more neurons that are found in the spinal cord. So that tells us the gut has an incredible ability to sense and react to external cues, warning signs, informations, um, information that uh, we may not have known about otherwise. And we can't process in the same way with our brain that sits on top of our head because our, our gut brain works uh, very, very quickly to pick up on, on information that we may not have the time to think through in a more logical way. So it's instantaneous and it, it's tough to know exactly where it comes from because it's happening beneath the surface and very, very rapidly. So that's a, a really interesting fact. Uh, our brain um, serves an important purpose, but we've been overthinking um, as human beings. And I'm noticing that pattern out there in clients with a high levels of anxiety going on. So people who overthink and they get into thought patterns. And if the thoughts are negative, um, so thoughts about um, not being good enough or the world is a dangerous place, the world is falling apart, um, I'm never going to have a job I like, every boss is terrible. So you start to get into these thought patterns and they produce more anxiety. So each time you think something, then you have the reaction of, of more and more anxiety and it gets into a vicious cycle. And if we stay too much in our heads, we're almost like a uh, a brain, right? We're a brain, but we're missing the other elements of being a human being, which is, is our heart and our soul and our overall humanness um, of which the brain, the organ of the brain is only one part. But society overvalues thinking um, and overvalues cognition and prefers to leave our guts to digesting food, which is, that's the gut. That's the purpose to the, of the gut. But when stress levels are high, which they are in society these days, what happens to many of our guts? I ask the question, why are levels of gut issues, um, Crohn's disease, things like that, um, intolerances to different foods, uh, why is that at an all-time high? Why are people having more gut problems than they seem to have had before? Could it be the levels of anxiety and our gut brains being on overdrive um, because of all the fear and, and worries that people have? 
So what we need to do is allow space for our intuition to have its voice in our work and our life decisions. So of course, you're going to incorporate data from different sources. You're going to do your research. And some of us love doing research more than others. But alongside that, I want to encourage you not to ignore your powerful intuition. In order to hear your intuition, however, you need time to slow down. You need time to reflect. Journaling, very, very good. When you put a pen to paper, there's something very powerful about that in igniting your intuition. Writing out your thoughts, giving your space to do that, or going on a walk with nothing, getting your ear AirPods out of your ears and going on a walk with nature. That's when your intuition speaks louder. Being in a busy city, Steve and I were just talking about this. He's my amazing podcast producer, and he was saying moving to a smaller place in nature, Salt Spring Island, um, allows him to be much more in tune with his intuition than living in the big busy metro metropolitan Vancouver, um, where there's lots of noises and sirens and sounds, and it's tougher to get silence. And silence is where our intuition has its place. Much more easier than in a busy brain, constantly interrupted by information, media, social media. So slowing down, um, allowing our, our heart and our gut to remind you of things, to give you information so that history doesn't repeat itself. They, your, your, your soul, your, your mind and your gut and everything about you wants to avoid problems and challenges. And intuition is one way that can very much give you those warning signs if it has a chance to come through. I encourage you to use the traffic light an analogy um, when you're starting to listen to your intuition. So you're making a decision. Maybe it's about a job or someone you're hiring, or maybe it's about where to live, who to date. What I want you to do is to think about, is it a bright green light you're seeing? Is it a bright green light you're feeling? Go for it, right? Or is there this yellow light that's saying, slow down a bit? Are there some concerns that maybe are in the back of your mind or coming from your gut or your heart? And I want you to take the time to reflect, journal. I want you to talk to the trusted allies in your life, which I call Team Helpful. Team Helpful can be made up of your partner, your best friends, uh, a close sibling, a parent. Um, and if you have a handful of those, the fingers on one hand is what my father used to say. If you have the fingers of one hand of people that are you know, lifelong friends, then that is enough lifelong friends because you know it's not about quantity it's about quality so who are the people you can trust and talk about your concerns you know i had this you know great job interview and everything about it is is awesome it, you know the salary the opportunity but there was something about the hiring manager that i just felt wasn't quite right and i can't put my finger on it and then take the time to talk that through, to reflect on that. Don't make the decision. Don't accept the offer right away. Give yourself some time. And if you still feel that way in 24 hours, then that is your intuition warning you of that. And you may not ever know. So if you turn down that offer, 
you don't want to live with regret and say, oh, what if I had accepted that? But again, it's better to trust your intuition than to have the regret two years later where you made that decision and it impacted you negatively. And you only wish you had trusted your gut instinct. Because hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? You don't know what you don't know. And once you know it, you say, oh, you know, I wish I would have seen that. But try not to be too critical of yourself. We all make decisions that, that we end up having regret over. But I want to encourage you, turn that regret into learning. Say, what did I learn from for next time that I'm going to put into action uh, so that I can better trust my gut? Because again, the concrete data is important, but it does not always tell us the full story of what lies ahead. And the more we can be in tune with our bodies, okay, our bodies, our physical side, our mental side, our emotions, our soul or spirituality, um, the better integrated we are as a whole human being who can better navigate this tricky but beautiful world. And I want to end with a quote from someone that you may have heard of, Albert Einstein. (laughs) The quote is, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. So with that quote, I want to wish you the very best physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and to utilize the power of your human intuition. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Where Work Meets Life. If you enjoyed this content, please rate and review the podcast as that helps me get it out to more people. Visit my website at drlaura.com. Live and sign up for my monthly e-newsletter full of tips and resources. Please engage with us on social media and check out the podcast summary for links to my psychology practices, Canada Career Counseling, Calgary Career Counseling, and Synthesis Psychology. Stay well.